You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a Thursday. It's hour one. Dan and the Dan and Dan Patrick Show. Morale is high for no other reason than McLovin leaves in two weeks. I think that might be the reason. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We have football, or at least a reasonable facsimile. Steelers at the Vikings tonight. There you go. Yeah. Sell that. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Is this the last season? Kirk D. Cousins. Will he have a primetime performance? Somebody has to win. Dun, 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 dun. These two underachievers meet tonight. Both teams are going to replace their quarterbacks next year. Next, Vikings and the Steelers. All right, uh, we'll talk to Ross Tucker, our good buddy from Westwood One. He'll uh, handicap. He'll tell you why you need to watch this game coming up tonight. Uh, Tiger Woods is going to play in a tournament with his son next week. Boy, that certainly seemed quick since his uh, rehab time, recovery. Lakers at the Grizzlies coming up tonight. Steph Curry drops six threes, 10 away from Ray Allen's all-time record. Do your holiday shopping. Go to danpatrick.com. We have great things there. Make sure you check it out so you get it in time for the holiday season. This program brought to you by the great investment opportunities in Puerto Rico. Impeller is a new online tool that connects investors with innovative projects on the island, available now. Impeller, your hub for investment opportunities in Puerto Rico. Learn more at investpr.org slash Impeller. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner, and also our radio affiliates around the country. The Warriors had a win against the Blazers last night. It kind of felt like it was the Harlem Globetrotters. You know, the Blazers, not the Washington Generals, at least normally, but they're without their best players, their backcourt, Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. And everybody was tuning in to see Steph Curry break Ray Allen's uh, three-point record. And also just see Steph do Steph things. He hit six three-pointers, so he's nine behind the all-time record. And he didn't shoot that well. He attempted 12 threes in the first half. He hit only four. And the game had a little bit of a circus feel because Curry came in talking about 16 three-pointers in one game. You know, the interesting part is not that he didn't get it. It's that we tuned in thinking that he could do something that's never been done before. Like, yeah, he could come up with 16 made threes in a game. He has that flair, that fun. The team feeds off his energy, and he tries shots that most players wouldn't even consider. But more importantly, he's winning. The Warriors head to Philly on Saturday and Steph Curry will continue to chase history and entertain NBA fans along the way. Here's what his head coach, Steve Kerr, had to say about Steph. I think uh, Steph, in a lot of ways, is like Michael Jordan in that there are so many moments that they all sort of bleed into each other and then they don't even stand out because that's just what you expect. And maybe that's the true sign of greatness. You know, I think it's fair praise. It, it's high praise. But he expects greatness out of Steph Curry every single night. What, you know, goes, well, I think most people miss this. Uh, that is, the Warriors do play really good defense. They've been playing really good defense. I think we think of them as one-dimensional. They just score. But, you know, when you, you see what they do to the opposition, 
you're not usually shooting 50% against the Golden State Warriors. So everything that we've getting, we're getting from Steph, and Klay Thompson has always been one of the better defensive guards, the better two guards defensively in the NBA. You bring him back, and Golden State has the formula here. If they get contributions from their younger players, you know, they had two first-round picks who haven't contributed much. James Wiseman hasn't contributed much, but they are getting good bench play. And once you get that depth, when you get to the postseason, usually your rotation is about eight players. But it's the long haul during the regular season, and that's where that depth could really come in handy. All right, McLovin, what's the poll question today? This might not be a great question, but who would you rather have as a teammate, Steph Curry or LeBron James? Okay. They both make your life easier in a way, but Steph takes a lot more shots. LeBron passes a little more. Right. But everybody seems to love the the fast pace that Steph Curry sets. You know, that's a that's a good question. When I, you know, you had Paulie had a great question yesterday. Would you rather be Steph Curry or Dr. J? Um, yes, McLovin, breaking news comes up with a good poll question. They both help you win. They help you win in different ways. Do I want LeBron? Okay, but I'm factoring in LeBron right now and Steph Curry right now. And there's, what, a four-year difference between those two? Yeah, Paulie? If I play, uh, I hope this is fair. If I play with Steph Curry, I wouldn't feel like he controls everything with the franchise I'm playing with. Everything about my livelihood, what I do on and off the court. If I was a Laker, like a second-tier Laker, I would think that LeBron James controls everything about my life on and off the court. It felt like those younger players couldn't wait to get out of Los Angeles. Even though they loved playing for the Lakers, it felt like some of those players, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, it's like, all right, let's get out from underneath this. Steph Curry doesn't feel like an extension of uh, the front office. It just feels like he's a great player, gets to do what he wants. LeBron is running an organization here. Yeah, McLevin. But there's a lot of guys like Kyle Korver and Carmelo this year who follow LeBron. They just really want to be, especially guys who are outside shooters, because they know LeBron is going to draw everybody away from them. Yeah, as long as you don't mind getting the blame because LeBron will get the credit, then sure, I'd be okay with that. You know, LeBron to me will go down as the greatest player in basketball history. Now, I know that we could bring in Bill Russell and bring in Michael. I mean, we can bring in a lot of different players, but what LeBron has done and, and maybe continue to do, I just think it, it's unheard of to play at this high of a level, uh, to play in that many NBA finals. Um, I, I think he'll go down as greatest player of all time. Now, you're going to have a lot of people kicking and screaming because of Michael Jordan, obviously, or Bill Russell winning 11 championships. But to me... LeBron James is going to go down as the greatest basketball player of all time. To be able to play with him in his career, that would be that'd be a carrot at the end of the stick, too. But I would probably pick Steph Curry right now just because of Steph's age. And, and he certainly draws the defense. Yes, McLevin. Uh, who's some other guys that people love playing with? Like, I feel like Magic would be much more fun to play with than Michael, for example. Oh, yeah. He yeah. might Magic might be a number one pick in that. I wouldn't want to play with Jordan. I mean, I, I saw that up close. The, the results are wonderful. I just don't know if everybody was having fun. Um, but and, and Mike would give you the look, and he was, he was very tough on, on his teammates. Magic, it looks like you were going to have fun. 
Looked like you'd have a little bit of fun. Uh, yeah. Probably off the court at night, too, in L.A. in you the 80s. You could have fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. You could have some fun there. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. So let's uh, let's come up with a poll question, McLeod. Okay. Paulie wants me to save the what has become the topic of the day around the country. The topic around the country. And I just blew it, I think. But Okay, Paulie. We're going to save it for segment two. I have one more. Okay. Based off two athletes we're talking about today. Whose career Who's... would you want? Steph, Cur- Steph Curry, past, present, and future. Or Tiger Woods, past, present, and future. We kind of know Tiger's place in history, and it probably will not change that much. Steph has a lot left in the tank. Oh, uh, but I have to take everything that goes along with Tiger Woods' career. Yeah, the, maybe the the like, back half of his career not being as good as the first half. Yeah, well, I, I get the first 10 years, but then I have a 10-year window where he didn't win anything. Right. Everything that happened off the golf course, got to factor that in. But he's world famous. I know Steph Curry is also world famous, but not to the level of Tiger Woods. But you have to be able to put up with survive what Tiger did with your life and how your life you're in a fishbowl. Uh, there's nothing normal about what you're able to do. I, I would want to be Tiger Woods. I mean, I think he's the most impactful golfer, certainly, and one of the most impactful athletes in history. And globally, are there 10 more famous people than Tiger Woods? I don't know if that's good or bad. Steph is a great player. He changed the game. Tiger changed the game. I guess you could say that there's similarities. Although it felt like there was a novelty to Steph Curry. There was no novelty to Tiger Woods. Like Tiger was basically Will Chamberlain and Michael Jordan. That he wanted, he was going to do whatever it took to win. And he was going to dominate in the process there. Yes, he. But there's an element for... As great as Tiger was and everything he did for the sport and, yeah. and how much he changed it, there's an element of it that's a disappointing career. Even as great as he was, he never lived up to what you thought it was going to be in, in some respect. Well, I think he did live up to it with all the hype. And then the 10-year window where he didn't do anything. Like, that to me was more amazing. When somebody says, oh, what's, what's more impressive? Tiger's first 10 years? Or the next 10 years when he didn't do anything. Like, I'm more surprised at that second half where you go, he didn't win. But he won everything in the first 10 years. But there's a lot that goes with Tiger. The fact that he's going to play next weekend with his son, you know, a father-son event. Boy, how quiet is that? If Tiger doesn't want information to get out, it does not get out. Because, you know, I, I follow Justin Thomas a lot because Justin Thomas is friends with Tiger. I think a true friend. And he'll kind of put things out there about, hey, I talked to Tiger. or Hey, you know, here's this video. And it, and it feels like Tiger gives him the okay to put something out there. Nota Begay is a, you know, lifetime friend of Tiger's. When those two guys say something, then it, you know, I'm, I'm acutely aware of what it means with maybe there's a, more of a message behind there. And, you know, Tiger's the one initiating that. But this has been really quiet. Since he went into the hospital and, you know, the reports, he nearly lost his leg. Then he had his tournament and, you know, he had a press conference, didn't want to talk about that accident. And now he's going to be playing with his son coming up this weekend. I mean, it's great. 
you know, I think he might be getting to the point where you just want to, and, and if you're somebody who's had surgeries, multiple surgeries, and you're in your 40s or 50s, you want quality of life. I don't know if Tiger wants to play. I don't, and, and there's a need to play. And maybe the need is gone, but just to be able to play. Like, you don't want that taken away from you. It's like when you take the car keys away from your grandmother and she's not going to drive anymore. You know, it's just, you're... <laughs> did, I, did I just compare Tiger to uh, my mother-in-law? That was Coward-esque. Yeah. That was a, that was a left, <laughs> hard left. Colin Coward would have been yeah. proud of that? He would dine out on that. Okay, all right. So, so here... I got this analogy here. Stay with me. Tiger is like my mother-in-law. You know, if you take away the car keys and then she can't drive and then reality sets in, I'll never be able to drive again. So you're taking away Tiger's clubs. I think he just wants to be able to be out there and, and still play golf. And he, you know, he says, look, I'm going to pick and choose. He's been picking and choosing for, you know, quite some time. It's about majors. And I think that's the last chapter to be written. Can Tiger play in a major again can he compete in a major again and i don't expect anything i don't need anything he gave me some of the you know greatest golf i've ever seen moments but how would you like to be his son like if you're gonna play the same sport good luck with that sport it's like jack nicholas's sons they are not jack nicholas Dale Jr. Ask Dale Jr. what it's like. Now, there's, there's good and bad, but man, the expectation level with Charlie Woods, it's pretty pretty high bar. Yes, McLevin. Even when you're comparing Steph Curry to Tiger or LeBron, doesn't Steph look like the happiest big-time athlete? He's always smiling, always giggling, and very family-oriented. He, he has an ability to probably have the same killer mentality, as Tiger does, but he has a smile on his face when he does it. Like, Tiger doesn't have a smile on his face. Like, Tiger, it's, you know, he's got his emotions and he wants to take you out. Take out your knee. You know, Steph Curry does have fun. There, there is that, although Fritzy drives Fritzy crazy. I think Seton, too, with the mouthpiece. Yeah, just a little less with that. Oh, my God. Flipping that mouthpiece around. All right, he's got a tick. He's got a nervous tick. So what? Yeah, Paulie. Don't fall for that happy-go-lucky, I'm on top of the world. Uh, he's hiding the pain, Dan. Steph's hiding. There's, oh, there's pain is? somewhere. Oh, oh, I didn't. We know guys like that. Happy-go-lucky, laughing all the time. <laughs> masking the pain. Seton is masking the pain. <laughs> it's a great band, by the way. They played uh, Masking the Pain. Masking. Remember Seton? Yeah, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. They toured with uh, Seven Dust. Masking the pain. I guess it's a fine line between a hard laugh and a hard cry. That's true. I was just going to say that Seton can give you that great <laughs> laugh, and then all of a sudden the pain is there. Like a Steve Carell type. Can't be that happy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's Masking the, the pain. <laughs> so you have a, a, a poll question coming up here? Yes. off, uh, off uh, Something happened yesterday on the show. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we made some headlines yesterday. A couple of, uh, of our interviews. We'll take a break here. We'll come back. Dan Patrick Show right after this. 
Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. Now, that's amazing. And there's no limit on how much you can earn. And that's amazing. In fact, even more amazing because all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States taking credit cards take Discover. And that means when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. You can learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you'd like to see McLovin do his Jim Morrison impersonation, you can pick up the calendar. You want nude McLovin? You got it. While supplies last. Yes, McLovin. I am the Lizard King. Isn't that what he says? Yes. Over the next 11 days leading up to Christmas, we'll be rolling out behind-the-scenes footage from our calendar shoots exclusively in the newsletter. If you're not already signed up, go to danpatrick.com. Enter your email in the box that pops out in the right-hand corner. Again, the video is only available on the newsletter with our newsletter subscribers. Doesn't cost you anything to sign up. And uh, we're not going to you know, barrage you with a lot of stuff there. Just important stuff that comes with this show. Don't miss out on that. All right. Uh, what's the big question here, Paulie, that the nation is asking? So today? based off yesterday's interview with Kenny Pickett, the Pitt quarterback, Ooh, okay. who got Pitt to the ACC championship. It's been a while. He's uh, definitely a Heisman contender, a top 15 draft pick contender. And they're playing the Peach Bowl on New Year's Day against uh, Michigan State. All right. Do you think he should play in the Peach Bowl? This is a question that's going back five years. Okay. I go back to December of 2017, 2016. Christian McCaffrey decided that he wasn't going to play. Very tough decision. I've decided not to play in the Sun Bowl so I can begin my draft prep immediately. Thanks to all my teammates for their 100% support. It means a lot to me. Go Cardinal. It was a big deal at the time. Leonard Fournette did the same thing. Sat out a bowl game. Kenny Pickett yesterday, he was noncommittal in what was going to happen if he was going to play in the Peach Bowl. Because I asked him that, uh, and, and do we have the uh, answer from Kenny Pickett? All right, here's his response when I asked him, are you going to play in the Peach Bowl? Are you playing in the Peach Bowl? Well, with, you know, recent news and, and out of, you know, our team with Coach Whipple and everybody, you know, that's um, I actually just got home yesterday and I didn't get a chance to talk about it with my parents. Um, just kind of enjoying the season and, and getting a chance to see some family who I haven't been around in, in, a, in a long time. So, uh, but definitely I'll be talking about that with my family here soon. So you're undecided? I'd say undecided right now, yes. What? Okay. That affected the betting line in the Peach Bowl, those comments right there. Now, there are a lot of people that, who reacted to this. And, of course, you got the get-off-my-lawn guys. Like, and back in my day, and everybody played in the bowl game, he owes it to his team. You know, I have to look at this as a business. And if he were my son, I would say, let's look at this as a business. You did great things at Pitt. You won the ACC championship this year. This is a game against Michigan State that doesn't really mean anything. Now, if this is a couple of years from now, then this game would mean something because they'd be in the playoffs. But he's not there. And for all the great stories we can talk about bowl game performances, this is a business now. Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, 
Remember the Michigan tight end, Jake Butt? Remember Jalen Smith, Notre Dame linebacker? They lost millions. You can't go, oh, come on. You know, Willis McGahee, Miami running back, he took out insurance prior to his game the night before the national title game against Ohio State. He blew out his knee. Now, still a first-round draft pick. Uh, so, Kenny Pickett not wanting to play. I, I reached out to a scout. Now, he hasn't said it, but if he doesn't play, I reached out to a scout. I said, does this matter with his draft status? And the scout this morning said, no, it does not. Because he's already accomplished something great. He came back because of his offensive coordinator. His offensive coordinator is leaving to go to Nebraska. So now he has an out if he just says, hey, you know, Coach Whipple's not here. Um, I'm not going to play in the bowl game. I mean, his coach left. So his coach can leave. But if he decides that he doesn't want to play, then all of a sudden, you know, he's not a great teammate here. It's a business. He's a Heisman Trophy finalist. Plus, he's 23 years of age. He's going to be 24 next year, starting his NFL career. I mean, he's two years older than Trey Lance. So he's probably going, does this make sense? He's going to talk to his family. All right, I'm fine with that. Like, would I want, want him to play? Yes. I want him to play. I'd love to see him play. I enjoyed watching him play. He doesn't want to play? Doesn't feel like it's best for him? I'm okay with that. We created all these bowl games to give ESPN programming. You got sponsors. I mean, that's, we have too many bowl games, by the way. But these are exhibition games. Like, let's not kid anybody. Now, they're going to change. The importance will change. But right now? So I'm supposed to play because everybody else is going to make money off of this. If something happens to Kenny Pickett, nobody has a collection plate that they're passing around going, hey, hey, how about some uh, money for Kenny Pickett here? Nobody's taking a collection for Jake Butt, the Michigan tight end. Jalen Smith, I don't think he's playing football anymore. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley got hurt. Uh, still drafted high. I mean, I, you're still going to get drafted. But when it comes to an injury with a quarterback, I mean, Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford went number one overall, and he had suffered a dislocated shoulder, I think. He still went number one overall. The Kenny Pickett might be the number one overall pick in the draft. You want to sit out the bowl game? You have every right to do it. Yeah, Paul. And there are career-ending injuries. It doesn't just, you know, you get banged up. Remember uh, Marcus Lattimore, the running back at South Carolina? Oh, Definitely a first-round pick. Now, that was not a bowl game. That was a regular season game. But he never really got back on the field. I think he had a couple carries with the 49ers. Yeah. Could you see Kenny Pickett and his people or his agent or his marketing people, which I'm sure he's going to acquire in the next few days, look at the reaction yesterday and say, maybe we risk it. And for the good publicity long term, like I'm announcing I am playing the, you know, turning this around and take the risk of the injury, but use it as a marketing tool. I think if he does play, it'll be based off the reaction from yesterday's interview. Because if he doesn't do that interview and he had not addressed the Peach Bowl, and I had no prior intel on asking him if he was going to play or not, I just started to wonder, okay, you're a Heisman finalist. You won the ACC. You're probably going to be the first quarterback taken. Is he going to play? 
And I remember talking to the Danettes, and I said, look, I'm going to ask him if he's going to play in the Peach Bowl. And then the more we thought about it, it's like, yeah, he might not want to play in the Peach Bowl. And so that's how that that happened. I didn't have any prior information on that other than he had not said he was playing in the Peach Bowl. Therefore, I wondered if it was still open for discussion. And he said that he's going to talk to his parents, but he doesn't want to play, doesn't feel like it's best for him. I have no problem with it. Yeah, McClellan. How much is the shot at a title in the, being in the final four? Like if Desmond Ritter did this, it's a totally different ball game, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's in the final four. I, I wonder, do you think if a defensive lineman said, you know what, the Final Four is important, but I, I don't want to risk it, would you have a, a non-quarterback? Is there any excuse or if your team's got a shot? Well, I think that one's tougher because then you don't say it's a meaning, meaningless game. Like Aiden Hutchinson, he's going to play in this, and it's an important game. But, you know, that's one of those where he might be playing two games, and you hold your breath when it comes to these kind of injuries. How do you play? Can you play all out the way you normally play? But once we get to you know that 12-team playoff, then you're going to have some real tough decisions where you might have some players say, I'm not going to play in a playoff game, even though it would be a, an important game, not an exhibition bowl game. If you think otherwise, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Once again, the betting line in that game changed yesterday morning. After Kenny Pickett said he was undecided, the betting line changed. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I just got a note from my guy in uh, the desert. He said it was pit minus four. Now it's a pick'em game. Yeah. Based off the Kenny Pickett uncertainty. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, McLovin. I was wondering, too, is Michigan State, you know, Pitt had a really weak schedule. They were in the ACC. They, they lost to Miami, for gosh sakes. So Michigan State might beat them up. Well, they could. But I don't, I don't know if Kenny Pickett's afraid of Michigan as much as he's just saying, why, why the wear and tear? You gave the school a, a Heisman-like performance this year. I mean, you're one of the final four. It's like Christian McCaffrey didn't owe Stanford anything. Everything that, you know, he accomplished there, uh, I, I didn't come away going, no, you got to play in the Sun Bowl. You know, the younger me would have been like, oh, come on, you got to play. Well, it's all selfish stuff. And you're at that age, you're not thinking about injury. But if I was making a business decision with my son, then I would probably say, let's look at priorities here. Let's talk to somebody. Does this affect your stock? Can, can you move up? How high can you move up? Can you fall? What's the bigger picture here? And I think that's where you have to be fair to Kenny Pickett. Yes, yeah, he And Kenny Pickett right now, his stock is like going through the yeah. roof. But there's so much time before the draft. There's plenty of time to him all of a sudden be a faller. You know what I mean? Where people start analyzing his tape and all of a sudden he's, well, he's dropping down. He's not top 15 now. He might be a first rounder. You know how that game is played. Yeah. Yes, Todd. What if Kellogg's reached out and said, uh, let's do a commercial. I got to have my bowl. And he's pouring his cereal in there. And now they're going to give him a million dollars or so to do some kind of commercial about how important that bowl of cereal is to him. All right. Stretch. stretch. Is it a stretch? No, Kellogg's isn't sponsoring the bowl game. Yeah, but it's something bowl-related, a product that would be in a bowl, mm. whatever you want okay. that to be. Right. You, you emphasized bowl, so bowl. I, got I got it. 
or simply safe. Hey, I'm being safe. I'm not playing in that mm. bowl there game. You go. Go I'm the focused on my career. Boom. Sponsor mention. All right. You know, if I were Kenny Pickett, I'd be most concerned about missing the gift suite and the gift bag from a New Year's Day bowl game. <laughs> and I think I'm being serious. That that they load you up. They can only give you a certain amount. Not anymore. I think that those days are gone. You're going to get the PS5. The, the okay, so you're getting five thousand dollars worth of gear. So when you look back on your career as you're sitting there with your injured knee and you're not able to play or walk, and then you go, yeah, but come on, I got this PlayStation. Come on over. I got everything. Come on, I got it made. What time? If he doesn't play and they win, does he get the Peach Bowl champion hat and sweatshirt? Will they send that to him to school or he is not why, eligible? Why do you think of things that... <laughs> I just find that fascinating. Does he get the hat I know, and that's what... Like, nobody finds that fascinating. Peach Bowl champions, but he's not. He didn't play. The team is. As a courtesy, I guess you got to send them the cap at least. Maybe not the hoodie. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. So a, so a bowl, a bowl-related item, he does it commercially. He gets I got a, it. a lot of money. I got it. Now he'll play. Yeah. But we're going to get to the point one day where a star player says, I'll play, I want this. And it's going to happen. Chick-fil-A is the sponsor of the Peach Bowl. If you're Chick-fil-A, you want Kenny Pickett to play in your bowl game. Would you reach out? Is it in play? I don't know. Yes, Eden. Two years ago in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, LSU versus Oklahoma, do you want to know what they got? What their gifts sure. were from the gift suite? Oh, yes. Kind of my bit. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. I just did the extra leg, though. Of, dude, I did the legwork. Okay. Uh, they got a $390 vanilla Visa gift card. $390. $390. Not 400 No. No. They capped it at 390 Right. They got okay. a fossil watch. Okay. And a football. You, they got a football? That's definitely worth risking first round draft. Yes. Play. Absolutely. A fossil watch? Hello? A football? <laughs> is it like a Peach Bowl football? Is that what it is? Does it say I mean, like Peach Bowl 2019? And who knows where, you know, $390. Yeah. Yes, McLovin. I remember a take you once had, actually, that Running backs get the short end of the stick having to stink. Like, Leonard Fournette was ready to go. Absolutely. And, and he had to take extra blows on his body. That's one position where you can never fault them. Running back, never fault you. Look at the number of touches Christian McCaffrey had at Stanford. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette had an injured ankle going into that bowl game. Uh, it just comes down to we're selfish. You know, like, that's our... That's, you know, it's our holiday season. You're watching bowl games. Like, you want to tune in and go, I, I want to see this guy. And there would be a tune-in factor for Kenny Pickett, and rightfully so, because he does have that it factor. And But if he doesn't want to play, he doesn't have to entertain me. He doesn't have to offer up an excuse. But I do think that that is certainly in play right now. Yeah, Paul. Could the NFL do something where you would be allowed to draft a underclassman, a sophomore, and pay him, but he has to complete his eligibility in college? Didn't they do that with Larry Bird back in the day? Was he drafted a year before he graduated from Indiana State? Yeah. I don't know the, the situation around that, but imagine like Marcus Lattimore, that running back at South Carolina. He was a superstar. If he could have gone in the draft after his sophomore year, but finished his eligibility, and the money goes in a trust, and you take the risk. I don't know. Yes, yeah, he Wasn't Mannix's boy... Uh... 
the who's it, uh, you know the guard that he loved Ricky Rick, Rubio. Ricky Rubio wasn't weren't the rights to him didn't they draft him but he stayed in Europe for a year or two and then came over yeah maybe it's a similar situation um yeah well Spurs would always draft guys and then they would stay in Europe but you you still own their rights you know the Bulls with Tony Kukoc yeah McLeod I don't think you can stash anymore in the NFL it definitely it might have happened in the past like baseball stashes you can't. Chris in Pittsburgh. Good morning, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Good morning. Just a thought on Kenny Pickett. If, uh, if Kenny decides to game, I don't think we, anybody can blame him. I think if Coach Whipple stayed and he hadn't left, I think Kenny plays. I think just going with the new play caller with a lot more to lose than to gain, I think uh, if he decides to go and just forego this game, can't really blame him. I also think he doesn't make an announcement until after the Heisman ceremony. Because I think, I don't know what your thoughts are, I think that could affect some voters for the Heisman. I don't know when the votes are due. No, they're already in. Friday or, no, they're already they're in. They're already in? Yeah. Okay. I, I thought that might affect the votes. But, but no, I think he has a lot more to lose injury-wise than he does to gain. Um, maybe playing against the Michigan State defense, kind of like what McLovin was saying, they didn't have a very tough schedule. The ACC was down playing against the Michigan State defense, that could bump his stock, but I don't think it's enough to risk playing. Is this a big deal in Pittsburgh at all, at least right now? I don't think so. No, I think it's a much bigger deal that he's in the Heisman ceremony on Saturday. Um, Following some of those guys on Twitter and and reading some of the sports writers, there isn't much talk, even after your interview with them yesterday. It's much more about Saturday's Heisman than it has been yet about about the bowl game. And in this town, it's, it's Steelers first anyways. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so no, it, it's, it's primarily uh, Heisman Trophy second behind the Steelers. And then after the Heisman Trophy, they'll talk about it. But, but no, not All a very right. big well, Thank you, Chris. Yeah, it's going to change if Kenny Pickett decides he's not going to play. Then it becomes a topic of conversation around the country. Yeah, Paul. I just heard from our guy in Vegas. His name's Montreal Max. He keeps eyeing the lines for us. The line moved yesterday exactly 45 minutes after our interview with Kenny Pickett. 11.28 a.m. Eastern, the line on Pitt went from uh, plus, uh, minus 3.5 to a pick'em game. Yeah. So it was based directly off the interview. More phone calls coming up. we got our play of the day next here in the Dan Patrick Show. Where do you get the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats? One place, Panini Trading Cards, the exclusive trading card partner of the NFL. Utilizing iconic brands, they have Donruss, Prism, Contenders, National Treasures, instant classic trading cards. You got the most popular players. You got Mac Jones, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and so many more. You get autograph cards. There's memorabilia cards, rare inserts, hottest rookie cards. Something for everyone in Panini America packs. And it's more than just the NFL. Panini, also the exclusive home, NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and collegiate trading cards. What to look for in Week 14's matchup? You got Big Ben against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings tonight. Derek Carr and the Raiders in Kansas City for the AFC West showdown. In the NFC West, Matthew Stafford and the Rams versus Kyler Murray. And the cards, that'll be Monday Night Football. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app. 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh my God. The play, the play, play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Beal cuts to his left. Five seconds. Gafford, right elbow. Left wing Dan Whitty. Left corner. Kuzma for three. It's there. It's there. It's there. 119-116. Wizards with the lead with six tenths of a second left. Somebody warm up that bus. Wizards Radio Network. Kyle Kuzma, two of three from three-point range in overtime. In 17 previous career overtime games. He was a combined four for 16 on three-pointers. That's your play of the day. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. Welcome back. What do you have for me today? Well, Dan, I'm a huge Michigan fan, and I have to tell you, forget about Pickett for a second. If Aiden Hutchinson, who's what, he's probably already going to be taken in the first round, if he came out and said he didn't want to play against Georgia, I would understand that. Hmm. And the thought that keeps going through my head, how many movies have you seen that feature a police officer who's one month away from retirement? And what always happens to those police officers? They're dead by halfway through the movie. And if McLovin said, listen, I've, I've got an opportunity here where I'm, uh, to fill my dream of having my own show, I don't want to take a 90-minute commute because there's too many things I could hit. I think you have to play for the future. So, um, you know, that's my thought. Thank you, Doug. So McLovin is being compared to Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Yes, McLovin. The black, there was black ice on 95 today and it did dawn on me. I'm definitely getting a a serious accident in the next two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. McLovin drives 90 minutes each way to get here to the man cave. The, and I, oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this. I've avoided a major, oh God, a major accident. Is that the dumbest thing to say? probably don't want to jinx yourself. And you've been in the car with me, too. Yes, I have. You're the worst driver I've ever been in the car with. That doesn't mean I'm the worst car driver ever, just that you've been in the car with. Yeah. I mean, I've only been in a car with, I don't know, a thousand people or so. But you're definitely the worst person I've ever been in the car with. Yes, Eden. Have you been in a car with Todd? Yes. I was just going to say, he... Honorable, honorable mention with the toddler. Yeah, I was a little offended in some strange way that I wasn't like in the running right behind. Uh... Well, no, you just when when we went to what did we do a uh, Cabela's? Didn't we go there? And I, I I rode with you. We were shooting a commercial. <laughs> I think I made a wrong turn. So I got like I. No, you weren't banned. But you know, you start singing and then you just you talked. You had a conversation with yourself, and I was in the front seat. I did. You said relatively nothing, and I was kind of answering my own questions, and you had to deal with rap music that went into, like, Barry Manilow, and I was all over the place. Yeah, I didn't think you were a bad driver. McLemmons, he is, truthfully, legitimately a bad driver. Yes, he 
Todd, though, is like the guy who he'll talk to you the whole time, which is nice. Um, but he'll mm. at one point be on, you know, he'll be on the highway and he'll be going 40 miles an hour and then he'll be going 80 miles an hour and then he'll be going 40 miles an hour again. And then he'll put on his blinker to get into it and then change his mind and then put on his blinker and then get in, but then go back. I mix mm. it up a little bit. He's, he's that guy. Mm. You're like, how are we going this slow now? Now, why are we going this fast? <laughs> and then why are we going this slow? Do you drive in accordance to the music that's playing? Some of it's the music. Sometimes you drive like a little angry, like you're very frustrated because you're behind someone that's going slow. And then all of a sudden you change lanes and in some type of passive aggressive way, you have to zip right past them and kind of give them a look like to let them know you're going like the speed of a bicycle in like a 70 mile an hour zone. Yes, McLovin. Do you remember I was supposed to drive you to Raymond James Stadium yes. for a rehearsal for NBC, and yes. I took you to a dog park dog, by accident? Dog, and yeah. I'm like, this doesn't look like they play football here. <laughs> I, I kept saying to McLovin, I said, where are we going? He says, it, uh, we're supposed to take a left here. We took a left, and th- we went into a dog park. Yeah, dog racing park. Dog, you, or Greyhound. Yeah. And I go, what are, what are we doing? I thought you might want to throw down some money before your rehearsal. Yeah. Yes, Paul. Uh, we flew to Miami for the Super Bowl years ago, and I rode in a rental car with McLovin from the Miami airport. We're going to South Beach to our hotel. It's not a complicated oh, drive. He put in the thing in his phone, and it was directing him towards Orlando, which is right up like three or four hours north. And as we're driving, he goes, ah, he goes, I think we're supposed to stay on this highway. You know how Andy does it? Ah, ah, ah. And, and I'm pointing, like, there's South Beach. There's South Beach. You could see the, the hotels, the Cleveland, or all the stuff. It's it's like 20 minutes to the right. He goes, I think we should stick with what the plan is. And, when, I, and then we were arguing and yelling. I'm like, make it right here or just let me off. Yeah, when you're trying to go to South Beach and you see the Ep- Epcot bubble, that's a bad <laughs> sign. <laughs> uh, John in Cincinnati. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Uh, hey, DP. So, first of all, zero blame for Kenny Pickett if he skips a thing. But for those who are pining to see him on New Year's Day, how about this? How about ESPN take a little – Manning cast action, hire him as like a color analyst to take you, you know, inside the offense and what you're seeing. And mm. uh, that way everybody gets their fill. They could pay him, gets a little little gig there. And uh, you could do that with all these guys sitting out the bowls. They could be your on-field reporter for that bowl game. All right. Well, thank you, John. I want to see Kenny Pickett play. I don't necessarily want to listen to Kenny Pickett talk. Like if I had my druthers, I want him to play on New Year's Day. Any other day, I can listen to him. And you know what? I asked him, I said, who would you vote for for the Heisman? He said, himself. I liked it. I thought that, uh, you know, he's got confidence there, not afraid. You know, even the slide that everybody, you know, was up in arms over. He said, look, I didn't, it wasn't premeditated. I didn't think about it. I'd never done it before. And I won't do it again. But it was an important game. And it just dawned on him in the moment where he had the fake slide. And it'll probably be known as the picket rule when they change it. All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Steelers at the Vikings tonight. Our buddy Ross Tucker, he will join us and tell us why we need to watch that. Also, the Lakers will be at the Grizzlies. Sunday night football. It'll be the Bears going to Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers and Justin Fields is scheduled to start. NFC North. Showdown, that'll be Sunday at 7 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. We'll hear from Aaron Rodgers coming up at the top of next hour. But it's a big game. You know, it's not. It's a rivalry game, and it always feels like the Bears can be competitive. They just don't win. 
But the Justin Fields element here, now you got my attention. If Andy Dalton was playing, then I might be flipping through, occasionally stopping by. But also keeping an eye on the, the Packers' bigger picture, how healthy are they, how healthy are they going to get? Because to me, they still seem like the team to beat in the NFC. Update the poll results, McLovin. Who'd you rather play with, Steph Curry or LeBron? 74% Steph Curry. One of our listeners uh, said, would you, uh, who has more pressure, McLovin? LeBron yeah. James's son or Tiger Woods' son moving forward? Bronny James or Charlie Woods? Higher expectations? I'm going to have to think about that one. One more item as we close out the first hour. Ever wanted to pick up a hobby? You want to learn to sing, learn to cook? How about filmmaking? Well, there's somebody to teach you. Mariah Carey, Martin Scorsese, Gordon Ramsay. Each class broken out into individual video lessons that fit easily into your everyday life. It's called Masterclass. Usually about 20 lessons per class, 10 minutes per lesson, but you go at your own pace. Anytime, anywhere, your phone, computer, tablet, smart TV. There's over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors. And is it the thing that you've always wanted to do or try to do? You can realize that it's closer than you think. This holiday, give one annual membership. Get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash Patrick today. Masterclass.com slash Patrick. Terms apply. You give one, you get one. How great is that? You can find all the classes, including new additions, on masterclass.com. That's masterclass.com.